been a prayerful hour. Uh, I perceive that our minds are tired. I'm tempted to sit down. But then I was asked to prepare a sermon, so <laughs> I prepared the sermon, so I'm going to deliver the sermon. I'll try to be as quick as I can. For the sermon, there's a song that has always been ringing in my mind, especially for this sermon. Ityona Ngashulele Ngosiyami Gikulule Gomuntu Wengosiso Ongenagulunga no no bumyama ngoba wenu isiphephelo sami laphukuphila kwamkukhona uhlezi ngakwe sokunene sikangkulunku ngoba wenu Romans chapter 7, verse 24. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me? death. O mina munduo sizi kubani uya kunyikulula kulo mzimba no doubt ukuba Paul when he was writing this he knew whom he had believed. He knew the God. He was fully persuaded <coughs> that nothing could separate him from the love of God. And that when he had finished his course, he should have the crown of righteousness laid up for him. No doubt he was confident of all these things. The thing that he was fighting against is not the, the persecutions that he, was, that, he, that he made. It is not the problem. The war between the flesh and the spirit. So Paul says, oh wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Because the things that he wants to do, he does not. That which he does not want to do, he finds himself doing. Are we together? Now this is Paul, the apostle. So he writes and then he says, uh, for in my inner being I delight in God's law. I want to do the right thing. But then I find that there is a law at work inside of me. This law is waging war against my mind. 
and I find myself a prisoner of sin. So, at the back of my mind, I want to do right. At the back of my mind, I want to honor God. But because of the law, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> Satan is waging war against me. Um, now, because of the law of, of sin that is found written inside of me, I find myself doing the things that I must not do that are contrary to the word of God. And then he puts his hand, I can imagine, on his hand he says, oh, what a wretched man that I am. What a wretched man that I am. Who is going to deliver me from this body of death? So in the book of Romans chapter 3, verse 23, we find the following words. For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. I, I, I long for a day, Bazalwane, where a prostitute can walk into the church and worship God without being judged. I long for a day where a drunkard can come in the house of the Lord carrying a bottle, sit down to listen to the word of God without being looked at funny. Do you know why? This is a house of sinners. Sinners that are in need of grace. So anyone is allowed to come in. Our together church. Because what? For all of us have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. I have seen people leave church. Do you know why they leave church? But because you don't do what the Bible says. So, so, But then I said to them, I would not have gone to the church if it had all perfect people. The reason why I am here it is because I expect to see that all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. I expect to see traces of sin in you. So that I may believe that the Bible is true. All together. So can, can, can a prostitute come into the church straight from work into the church? Can they come without you taking a in Le Zambia, a fleece blanket and covering them, making them feel out of place? Come as you are, but do not remain as you are. So all of us have sinned. Romans, so I'm, I'm just going to read the Bible verses just to demonstrate that we have all sinned. We are in need of grace. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men. For all have sinned. So we all deserve to die. All of us. Name them all. None of them, none of us is better than the other. We all deserve to die. 
Because what? One man sinned. And then that sin was passed on. It is a law that was written in us. That we inherit that sin. You may ask how. I read a verse, I came a verse that may try to explain why is it that it's Adam that sinned, but then all of us become part of that sin. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 9 says, And as I may so say, Levi also, who receiveth tithes, paid tithes in Abraham. Verse 10, for, his, for he was yet in the loins of his father when Melchizedek met him. Right. You know, Levi is Abraham, right? We know that. But the Bible says that because of the law of hereditary, of hereditary, the hereditary law, he paid tithe when he was still in the loins of Abraham. Let me bring it closer. The child of Usandile, lawyer, has paid tithe because Ubabunshapo has paid tithe. Are we together? So, if Ubabunshapo messes up, Umdanagasandile is messed up. All right? This is why it's important for parents for us to do a good thing, act a good thing, be a good example. Because it will affect your generations. Are we together? So Levi paid tithe because his grandfather paid tithe while he was still in his loins. And so heaven records that Levi paid tithe. So how did we become sinners? It is because our forefather, Adam, sinned. And death was pronounced to him. And so death also is passed on unto us. So we deserve, we all deserve to die. Psalms chapter 51 verse 5. Behold, I was, 51 verse 5 to 12. It says, behold, I was shapen in iniquity. This is, this is David. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. So, before he was even born, the moment he comes out of his mother, he is pronounced a sinner. Before he even does anything. And then he, 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 he says in verse 7, Purge me with high soap and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. He understands that he's a degraded man. He does, not, he does not enjoy the things of God. Sometimes coming to church is, is a social thing. It becomes a social gathering because I've got friends, because in Malikambe it's nice, let's just go there. But then David says, no man, I am a messed up man. Wash me and I shall be clean. 
Create in me, oh God, a clean heart that I may be able to worship you. We need men and women that are going to discover that they are messed up. Acknowledge that you are messed up. You need God. Psalms 58 verse 3. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they are born. They speak lies. I mean, this one has just been born, but it is said that they speak lies. How do you speak lies and yet you can't even speak yet? So this is how messed up we are. Our together church. This is how messed up we need to get to a point where we acknowledge and are disgusted by the condition that we are. Right? Romans 1, verse 21. Now, the, the, uh, I'm still talking about these people. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Or they worshipped him not as God. They knew that there is a God. They know that there is a God in heaven. This is why they come to church in that. But they don't worship him as God. Because it is not inside them. It is not inside of us to worship God. Therefore, the things of God are, are, are boring to us. This is why Ellen White writes in the book, Steps to Christ, um, Atiena, even if, when, even if we are allowed to go into heaven, it will be boring for us. Because our hearts are evil. There is nothing good in us. So acknowledge that. So they are neither thankful but became vain in their, in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like the to corruptible men and, uh, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Verse 24, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own flesh, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and saved the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forevermore. So everything in the state, in our condition, our condition in Adam, everything is in reverse. We, we see good as bad. We, we, we enjoy bad instead of enjoying that which is good. We see natural things as unnatural, and we think that the unnatural is natural. So everything in our condition in Adam is, comes in reverse. But all of us, none of us is righteous, Bazalwan. So none of us is allowed to point fingers at the other to say, when you are this, because when you think that you are better. I call it the religion of comparison. You think that when you are more righteous than the other. But then Isaiah reminds us that our righteousness is what? Filthy rags. When I, start, when I studied about the filthy rags, I discovered something very, very deplorable that is so disgusting to man today. That's how our righteousness is.
disgusting like filthy rags. If you go and study that, you'll discover that Isaiah was mentioning sanitary pads. That's how our righteousness is compared to our own righteousness. We need, we need Christ. Now listen to this, these people. Romans chapter 3 verse 9. Um, I'm trying to be as quick. Romans chapter 3 verse 9 to 18. Now, now, now these people are, non, are not non-Christians, right? These people that are being spoken about are Jews, are people in the faith. What shall we conclude then? Do we have any advantage? Not at all. For we have already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin. Verse 10. As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is none who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways. And the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. This is a description of who we are. This is why I said, I long to see people come into the church as dirty as they are without being looked at funny, without being judged. Because inside of you, there is an element of what I just read right now, inside of you, that needs Christ. Stop looking at God's people funny. Stop pointing fingers at God's people. Be patient with God's people. Some of them are very, they can push you to the limits in their sins, but be patient. So the wretched man here is not an unchristian, like I said, but a frustrated believer who's looking at themselves and they're disgusted by their condition and they're saying, oh, wretched man that I am. Who is going to deliver me from all this? Who's going to deliver me? But it doesn't end there. Upo, upo. In verse 25 of, seven, of chapter 7, verse 25, he says, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. I thank Jesus for, 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 for I thank God for, for, for Jesus. Because listen, listen why. Romans chapter 8, verse, verse 1, I thank God for, 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 for Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. If it wasn't for Jesus, we would be dead. We would never know nowhere to go. So we thank God for Jesus Christ because in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, the Bible says that he was made sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be the righteousness of God in him. We do not need to be righteous before God. The, the righteousness of Jesus 
He imparts it on us that we may be represented before God as righteous people. As you sit right here, you are righteous before God because of Jesus. We thank God for Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18, we thank God for Jesus because all things of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given us to us the ministry of reconciliation. In Jesus, we have been reconciled to Jesus, to, to God. There is no way we can go to, to, to God before we accept that there is a Jesus in our lives. So we have been uh, reconciled uh, to, 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 to God. Romans chapter 5, we thank God for Jesus because Roman, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter, no, I said Romans chapter 5 verse 1 says, therefore, being justified, because we are justified, if it was not for Jesus, we would not be just before God. Amen. So Romans chapter 5 verse 1 says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You, you, you didn't hear that verse. Because of Jesus, we are justified by faith. And therefore, we have peace. Remember, when you sinned, you became at war with God. Now, because between, in between you, the sinner, the one that shed blood, and God, there must be someone who stands between us. We thank God for Jesus because he stands between us and God. And through him, now we have peace with God. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace that we stand in today. And rejoice in hope uh, for the glory of, of God. Verse 9 says, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Take Jesus into your life. Take him very seriously. Because without him, you are lost. We thank God for Jesus. Because, listen to this, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Be not deceived, neither fornicators will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. No idolaters, they will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Adulterers will not inherit. The effeminate will not. Abusers will, of, of themselves with mankind will not. Thieves are not going to go to heaven. Covetous people are not going to go to heaven. Drunkards are not going to go to heaven. Revilers are not going to go to heaven. Extortioners will not go to heaven. None of all these people that I mentioned shall inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 11, and such were some of you. Right? The things that I have mentioned, such of these things, some of you were counted among these things. Are we together? Now listen to this. But you are washed. But you are sanctified. But you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus. And by the Spirit of God. Now, Jesus, just by accepting Jesus in your life, you have been washed. You have been justified. Now, justified means that you stand just before God. You are without sin. Sanctified means that you have been set apart for holy use. Therefore, act the part. Act like someone who has been sanctified. Act like someone who has been washed of your sins. 
act like someone who has been justified because Jesus cannot do that for in vain. The last verse says, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14 to 17. For by one offering, he has perfected forever them that are sanctified. So everyone that is sitting here has been sanctified. You have been set apart for holy use. And so you have been perfected forever. Now, live like someone who has been perfected forever. Are we together? Live like someone who has been perfected forever. Because you are sanctified. Wherefore, the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that, he had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days. That says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds will I write them and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. Now when you have, when you have recognized and you have acknowledged that, that you are a dirty person, that you need Jesus Christ, you need to sing together with the, with, with the songwriter. He says, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the, from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my deploring cry. From the waters he lifted me. <coughs> now safe am I then he says love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help when nothing else could help love lifted me but then there's another song that I love that says he lifted me up from the deep mighty clay and he on the king's highway and that's just the reason i sing and i shout for jesus came down and Jesus completely saves, guys. Can we, can, we, can, we, can we think about that for a second? How many sermons have you heard? You have never taken the step towards salvation. How many? Jesus completely saves. Yes, look at yourself and consider, acknowledge that you need Jesus. But let that not discourage you. Because when it says Jesus completely saves, it means that he saves to the utmost. Can we... It, it, it's the second Sabbath of the year. Can we make a decision? I will follow... Jesus. Can, can, can we say that? Can, can you make that as, as an individual? Can you make that decision? But, but, but remember, it's not, it's not an easy step. Ne? 
Yeah, it's, it's a war. But it is fulfilling. Ever since I started following Jesus, <clears throat> my life has changed. But remember, you can be an Adventist and not converted. You can be a Christian and not a Christian. You can be in the church books and all that, but still you have not accepted Christ as your parent. And you are even baptized. But I want us to make a daily decision. This is me begging you now. Can we, can we wake up every morning and decide to follow Christ? Make, make that intentional. Make, be intentional about it. I will follow you wherever you go. Remember sometimes easy, the cloud led them to the, to, to the Red Sea. And confusion came upon their faces. They didn't know what to do. But Christ was leading them. So you may make that decision and still get to the Red Sea of your life. Do not, do not ever decide to leave the side of Christ. So can we, can we take stock of ourselves every day? Make that decision. You understand how sinful we are. One man once said, as when I look at my sins, I do not see any hope of being saved. But when I look at Christ, I do not see how I can be lost. My call is be saved today. Be saved today because Jesus completely saves. Jesus completely saves. I want us to be very intentional. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, the sermon is done, but I just want to make sure that we're clear on this point. Be intentional about choosing Christ every day. Make that decision every morning. Pray about it. It's a spiritual decision. Please stand, let's pray. We, we want to be Christians. We, we, we have often come to church for different reasons. <clears throat> we have come to church for social gathering. We have come to church to meet friends. We have come to church, yes, some of us, to be prayed for so that when you have answered, we then decide to leave again. We have come to church because some of us are musicians. We love how Malihambe Church sings. We have come to church because, hey, there is a preacher that preaches very well. But Father, we want to be Christians now. We, we want to make daily decisions 
of following Christ every day of our lives. We want to make intentional decisions. This is why we stand, because it's a spiritual decision and we have no power to make it. We can't even think it. And so, Lord, stop us from the habit of thinking about church on Friday. Stop us from the habit of choosing Christ on Saturday. But help us, Father, to choose Christ from Monday to December, if there's anything like that. I pray that, Lord, you may hear our plea. Carry us through. Carry us through, Lord, and, and we, we now know that we are justified. We now know that some of us were sinners, but now we have been washed. Now we are sanctified. This is our confidence in you. That you were made sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in you. May that, Lord, not be in vain. Lord, I want to talk about Pagame because they acknowledge their weaknesses. Now, Lord, give us strength. We can't, we can't do it by ourselves. We can't even decide. We can't even make the decision to choose you. We, we, that, that's how weak we are. We can't even pray about it, Lord. But for the sake of the gospel and for your name, Lord, instill in us your laws and in our minds, write them. That we may choose you every day of our lives. And when that has been said and done, Father, write our names in the book of life. in our lives it's not an easy walk we are tired that the devil has constantly promised us things that are just sand sinking sand we think we can hold on but we find ourselves sinking that we may stand on the rock that is Christ it is my prayer for this church is my prayer for myself in jesus name i pray amen may the good lord bless the reading of his word